hello wonderful people welcome once again to another episode of transform thursdays where we take your heart your mind and your life to the next level through the word of the lord thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode first of all i thank god that you are listening to this week's episode on this last day of the year 2020 it has been such a momentous and interesting year to say the list and i thank god for keeping each and every one of us into this moment and allowing us to be alive to witness this last day we thank god for life and so in celebration of this last day of this year 2020 what better thing is there that to talk about the greatest gift which is love so in this week's episode we're going to be finishing up on the gift of christ speaking in a dimension of love and speaking in a dimension of what is made available to us because of jesus birth death and resurrection so when you think about love what do you think about that's just a question for you to ponder in your mind do you think about perhaps a boyfriend a girlfriend or someone in a relationship someone who's married do you think about a partnership do you think about food perhaps do you think about clothes do you think about an activity do you think about a career a job do you think about physical things or do you think about people or do you think about god the bible says that god is love and we ought to love like he does but then what does it mean for god to be love what exactly is love so the book of first corinthians 13 actually speaks about what love is from verse 4 it says that love is patient and kind love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude it does not demand its own way it is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged love does not rejoice about injustice but rejoices whenever the truth wins out love never gives up never loses faith and is always hopeful and endears through every circumstance so when you listen to that when you hear all the dimensions and characteristics of what real love is we see this is essentially god we see that god has been patient with us we see that god is not jealous or boastful or proud god is not rude god doesn't keep records of being wronged hence when he says as far as the east is from the west so far he has separated our sins from us when we come to him and accept his son and what jesus did on the cross now we see that god that is love god never gives up he never gives up on us even when we feel like we've failed completely even when we feel like we've messed up we're always messing up god never gives up on us and he never loses faith on the journey of life that we are going on sometimes we might lose faith sometimes we might not see exactly the vision that god has for us and what he's taken us to but god doesn't and he's always hopeful he endures through every circumstance and that's not to say that we are to take him for granted or we are to misuse this love that he shows and is towards us but it just tells us that all these things in first corinthians 13 all these characteristics of love is god and that's why god expects us or requests us to walk in that 
because when we receive the Holy Spirit, when we receive Jesus into our lives, we are able to walk in that love. We are able to be who God has called us to be. We are able to display love as he's called us to be. And that's why even in the book of Mark chapter 12, it talks about the greatest commandment and what God essentially requires from us. So from verse 28, we see here a teacher of religious law asking Jesus, what is the most important commandment? Because back then they had scrolls, they had like, I believe the Torah, where, you know, it lists out all the hundreds of commandments, do not do this, all the law that Moses had given the Israelites back in the wilderness. But the thing is, of course, the Israelites failed miserably in keeping that law and essentially that is just to show us that we can't keep the law by ourselves we need God's grace we need God to be able to allow us to continuously be pure but then now as New Testament believers what we have is different in terms of everything that is in that law has been summarized in these two verses, which I'm going to read right now. And it says in verse 29, Jesus replied, The most important commandment is this, Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is the one and only Lord, and you must love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, with all of your mind, and all of your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. So when we see here, we see Jesus himself clearly saying that essentially everything that we are to do in this life is supposed to stem out from these two things. Love God with all of your being, with all of your soul, mind, body, spirit, strength, everything, and love your neighbors as yourself. That is it. If you're able to check and evaluate everything that you're doing through these lenses, it helps you to know that, okay, I am being obedient to the ultimate thing that God has called us to be. So with the first commandment, I feel like loving God with all of our being, strength, mind, soul, body, I believe that that comes when we acknowledge or when we grow in recognition of who God is. Because how can you love someone that you don't know? How can you say you love a person that you are not in constant communication with, in constant fellowship with, and I believe that's the same with God. I believe that it is our revelation of God that yields to us the love that he calls us to have for him. So as we grow in our knowledge of him, as we grow continuously in him, not only is our love for him going to grow but as it says in the next verse our love for people that's going to grow and that love for people is going to stem out of our love for God and if Jesus first of all wasn't born and if he didn't die we would not be able to love God with all of our strength with all of our mind with all of our soul we would not be able to love God with all of our bodies we would not be able to live up to that standard of actually doing what the Bible says said actually doing what God requires us to do and that's why this gift of Christ being born is so important and why the love is so important for us to stand in and also intentionally grow in our revelation knowledge of God 
and that comes not by ourselves but of course by the holy spirit and even with the second commandment of loving your neighbors as yourself the first dimension is with loving ourselves sometimes we are the hardest on ourselves sometimes we are our harshest critic we are the ones that would put ourselves down so much when others see such a high potential see such a high blessing within us and i believe this commandment is not only calling us to love others but it's also calling us to recognize the value that god places on us because if you don't know who you are if you don't recognize how much god loves you if you don't recognize that depth of god's love for yourself there is no way you can translate that to others. I say this because I think that our love for others, the way we display love for others, really stems out first from our love for God and second from our love for ourselves and being able to accept who we are in Christ and accept how God has created us and know that this person that I am is God's will. How I am made, how I'm created, my characteristics, my personality, it's all known by God. It's not a surprise to God. And because of that, I get to accept that. I choose to accept that. I love myself. That way I can not only appreciate the differences or the similarities that I have or that I do have with others, but I can walk in it and not walk in comparison and not walk in inferiority or not walk with my head being down thinking that God made a mistake when clearly he did not make any mistake. Everything that he is done in creating you. The book of Psalms says, it's wonderfully and beautifully created. My soul knows this. And so it's important for us to understand that loving others really stems out from us loving God and loving ourselves, which means that loving others would not be possible if we could not do the other things of loving God and ourselves. The second part of loving the neighbors as a soul is the recognition of sacrificial love and the fact that sacrificial love can actually hurt. Sometimes we don't expect to be hurt when we are loving people. Sometimes we feel like, okay, because I'm loving them, they too should love me as I'm loving them and everything should be good. But we see that even God was hurt when he loved us and sent his son to die for us. It says that his one and only son, he looked away from him because the sin, the weight of the sin of the world was upon him and he could not behold him. And so if God was hurt because of the sacrifice, because of what he knew he needed to do i feel like we need to recognize that sometimes when you are loving sacrificially you will get hurt and it doesn't sound good it doesn't sound a lovey-dovey but that is honestly the truth sacrifices are not always going to be pleasant sacrifices are not always going to feel good and that's where we need to ensure that we are always inquiring of God and asking him God how am I to navigate the situation how am I to navigate this person that you've called me to love because sometimes God has a way that he wants us to show sacrificial love and that sacrificial love and that sacrificial love needs the wisdom of God before it is able to be implemented or put in a way that is obedient to what God has said or put in a way that will actually bring bring forth the blessings and bring forth the lessons and the things that God 
requires or that God desires to come out of it. We see this even in the Old Testament with prophet Hosea when he was asked to love or to marry a prostitute. Yes, that's actually in the Bible. And with prophet Hosea, what he had to do was essentially from God. Like he knew he heard God. He knew what he needed to do was for a reason. And God didn't just say he should just go and marry a prostitute for no reason. God did it to display to the people the sort of action and the things that they are doing and how it looks like to God. And sometimes when God has called us to love someone, it may not be in the traditional sense of love that we may think. And that's where the wisdom of God is important. That's where we need to ensure that we're constantly hearing from God, constantly in tune with God, so that we're not doing things out of our flesh, so that we're not doing things that we are thinking we need to do from our human minds. And in that way, sometimes that can mean loving people from afar. I'm not saying that you have to go put yourself in situations that are life-threatening, put yourself in situations that would take you away from God's presence. No, I believe that even in the different actions of sacrificial love, I believe that it would actually drive you closer to God because you have to constantly die to yourself and there's no way you can die to yourself with yourself and by yourself. You need the Holy Spirit strength. You need the Holy Spirit wisdom. You need direction to be able to die to yourself because that's not a normal human action and reasoning. As humans, we want to do things that pleases us. We want to do things that is to our own best advantage. And if people are not willing to cooperate with us as humans, we would just want to cut them off. We would just want to just give up on them and just say, that's it, I give up, I'm not doing this anymore. But I think that with sacrificial love, when we press into the help of the Holy Spirit, it will help us to be able to walk and actually achieve what it is we need to achieve without compromising, without yielding so much into the flesh as we would normally do. And I think even in the sacrificial love, it helps us to remember that God sacrificed so much for us that God actually gave up so much for us and if we're willing to give up for people it would help us remember and actually be more appreciative of all that God has done for us and be more appreciative of his patience, his kindness, his love, his goodness and everything that stems out from who he is. So as we wrap up this week's episode, I want us to just remember and reflect and thank God for Jesus. Thank God that Jesus came, he was born, he died, he resurrected, and because of his resurrection, we have a great advocate, a great helper, the Holy Spirit, who is within us, understanding that that Holy Spirit helps us to actually walk in this love that may seem hard, but with God, all things are possible. With the Holy Spirit, we can achieve, we can do anything, even love God with all of our heart, soul, mind, body, even love our neighbors as ourselves, even love ourselves, especially when we feel like we are not living up to our own specific quote-unquote standards or quote-unquote mental positioning but through the Holy Spirit's help we can really love ourselves as we've been called to and of course in turn love others as we've been called to. So thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed the last day of 2020. Talk to you by God's grace in the new year. Bye and God bless you.